Well, hey, hi, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Another Fucking Hey, hi, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the None Other Fuck You Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Jeeks. Who the fuck else would it be, bitches? I feel like I need to get. Should I get merch that says that? That says that? Like, it's Lisa G. Who the fuck else would it be? Or should I do like it's and then like a blank line? Who the fuck else would it be? And then you guys write, write your name on it? I feel like they're really cool. Anyway, <laughs> this is how I start every podcast episode. Like, I just go on like a little mini tangent. I talk about literally nothing. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I am recording a podcast episode. I should probably talk about why I came on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ADHD. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about the truth about becoming a successful stylist and I feel like this is going to be this is like contrary to what a lot of people say in the industry I would say that what I'm about to say is very um controversial for like the OG artists if you know what I mean you know like what I'm about to say is what they never did and they don't do that makes any sense anyway so the key to becoming a successful stylist behind the chair is to be human that's it all right hope you guys had a great day thank you for listening to this podcast no i'm kidding no so i want to tell you guys kind of like the like the history like the backstory of my career and then you guys will understand like the common thread here so when i was in delaware i became a very sought out stylist and I, it, like, the more that I thought about this, the more that I, like, really kind of delve into why or why I was able to still do that in California, it was because this one rooted thing, it was because I'm human. So when I was in Delaware, you know, I, uh, I was a good stylist, you know me wrong. I was pretty good for the area and I was sought after, like, I was so fucking booked. I was always, you know, booked, busy, blessed, you know, that whole phrase. And, um, I just had, I had a lot of clients, right? And made a lot, made a lot of money. I, I was doing the fucking thing, and I was young. I was a young, I was a young buck. But something that I I prided myself on was the fact that my my clients would text me and say, "Hey, are you in the salon?" I'd be like, "Yeah, what's up?" Like nothing. I just want to pop by, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And my clients would literally just come and hang out after work. They'd grab some wine, some beer, and literally sit on the couch at my salon and drink and hang out with the other clients that they don't know mind you and just bullshit like sj's was known for the customer service that we gave and the experience that we gave because it was a very humanized normal not stuffy like not i'm uppity with the fuck ever experience like we were human you know there were a lot of times where uh, call state board. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> there was a lot of times that I'd be running around barefoot because my feet fucking hurt. You know, there were a lot of times where I like, I cuss with my clients. Like I'm like, I call them like bitches and like hoes. Like I'm just funny like that. You know, there were a lot of times. Yeah. That I, after my clients were done, I would never drink during work, but after we were all said and done, the, the salon's a fucking mess. We would stay after for like an hour or two and just shoot the shit and grab a couple drinks and, and bullshit. And uh, my clients loved it, man. Like they, I still get talked about in Delaware about what kind of stylist I was and like the, 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 the reputation I had as a stylist in Delaware. 
And um, I still get clients texting me like, hey, how you doing? I miss you. Like, it was not the same, you know, things like that. And I kept thinking about why, like, what the fuck made me so different? And it's because I was a human, because I wasn't afraid to tell my clients about my shit. Like, I was not afraid to tell them, um, you know, mentally where I was at or, you know, allow them to really unleash and unload themselves when they were in my chair. I I just wasn't afraid of that stuff. and. I remember my ex, one of my ex-boyfriends said to me, I'll never ever forget this because I kind of want to get this printed on merch. He looked at me one day. He was like, your client following is a cult. And I was like, what? Why the fuck would you say that? And at first I was like, I was kind of pissed. I was, like, I, was, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it sounds like a bad thing. Like, it sounds like a cult leader. And the more I thought about it is no, these people believed in me because I was just like one of them. Like, I was no... I. I never created a divide between me and my clients. Like we were all just normal fucking people like getting through our day to day, trying to like make something of ourselves, you know, like trying to wake up and raise our kids or like hang out with our dog or fucking, I don't know, like get some dick tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all the fucking same person. And when I was, um, when I was, when I moved to California, like I'm, I'm going to remain this person like this I am a human I'm going to humanize myself because <laughs> that's just how life works you know and um I just remember like moving to Cali and moving into the space that I was in and I took off like a fucking rocket and I, I kind of I thought about this and I was like you know how what am I doing now that is helping me take off and I was kind of like looking around where I, where I was and like people that I was surrounded by and people hated me because of how successful I became as quickly as quickly as I did and the common thread was they were afraid to be a human and I was not my clients I can't tell you how many of my clients have sat in my chair and bawled bawled their fucking eyes out I remember oh my gosh this is like this is one of my favorite examples too I had a client um who came to me from another stylist that I worked with in the same salon and she sat in my chair and we were talking about something and um I you know I gave her the space I gave her the space to to talk and she started crying and I was like hey it's okay like let it out it's all right like you know crying just means that you're just it's like you're sweating like you know what I mean it's kind of like pooping you gotta let it out you know you can't hold it in it kind of hurts if you hold it in and she looked at me and she goes I've never cried and the other stylist chair before and I go oh okay like and I didn't think anything of it she goes I don't and she just kind of like looked at me and she just kept going and you know she really released her her some of her her shit while she was in my chair and she just I remember at the end of it she hugged me and she said thank you and <clears throat> I think about that experience all the time because I think a lot of stylists get really afraid to humanize themselves as a, as a person like they're just afraid of themselves and they're afraid to to be human, and I I like I feel for that. Like I feel for people who are like that. Like I feel for those who are afraid of the world and think the world's gonna hurt them. But truth be told, that is the key to success. You have to remain human, you know. And I get, you know, you can build success in other ways, but. I promise you that chasing the money and living your life like a lie will you will live a lifetime of misery. When I found myself kind of chasing that check because 
you know, shit happens and you, you know, you try new things and whatever, I found myself very quickly burning out because I couldn't be myself. And a lot of people ask me, like, how did you do it? How did you do this? Like, how did you do that? And, you know, I can give them a bunch of fluffy, like corporate-y type of fucking answers. But the real answer to being a successful stylist is making sure that you are a human. Put the fact, the fact that you are a human first and everything will follow. I mean, for fuck's sake, guys, I built a full fucking clientele in three months because of acting like that. Like just letting the world know that I'm Lisa G and I poop and I have a dog and, you know, I like the color yellow and just like humanizing myself. I don't fucking care that I'm a sought out professional. I mean, for fuck's sake, I work with multi-billion dollar brands and I, I work at a high caliber. Like I own an education company. I'm talking to investors. Like I'm talking about fuck you kind of money. But what keeps me what keeps me grounded is the fact that I'm still myself in all of these aspects. And that's what attracts people to me. So when you're a stylist, how do you think you're going to attract clients? Because baby girl, I'm here to tell you, clients don't go to you because you do a bomb ass fucking highlight. Don't like, no offense, don't humble your, like humble yourself. Girl, they come to you because of who you are. Because I promise you that the next bitch next to you, yeah, she can do a highlight too. But you know what makes you guys different? Your personalities, how you guys click, how you guys resonate, how you guys relate to people. That is the key to creating success. That is the key to attracting your dream clientele. That is the key to just living a life of happiness. Humanize yourself. I, I truly, I cannot, I cannot like stress this enough to just remain you at all times, at all aspects of your career. You know, I work with people like my, my, let me just say this. My pricing is high. I charge 190 an hour for hair extensions, right? Like my average, my average ticket cost doesn't, isn't anything less than $500. And I'm still this raw, this raunchy, this vulgar with every single person who walks in my chair. And that has helped me create this dream life, this dream career, working with the dream people, all because I am human and I attract people who are like me. Not, and I, and you know, we can go even deeper into this, but even when, like, when you're attracting your dream clientele, who you are as a person is what you will attract. So if you have vivid hair, you're going to attract people who want vivid hair. You have lived in hair. You're going to attract people who have lived in hair, whatever it case may be, you know. So I, that is, words are hard. What was I going to say? Fuck. Hold on. Let me, let me read my little, my little thingy, my little thing that I wrote. Oh yeah. So that is the, that is truthfully the, the trick. Like that's my, you know, like the one trick pony. People are always looking for like that success pill. Like they can just take one thing and then they're skinny forever, you know? That's it. That's my one trick pony. That's my success pill. Just remain human. It really is that easy. Be as rambunctious as you want to be. Fuck anybody who tells you otherwise. Fuck anybody who says, tone it down. Don't do that. Don't act like that. Like don't, no, don't fucking listen to them. I'm here to tell you that I built this wild success that I have right now, all because I remain true to myself. 
and I don't filter myself. I don't shelter myself. I, this is who I fucking am. And that's why you guys listen to this podcast is because it's called the fuck you mentality. Because at the end of the day, fuck you, I'm doing me. You know what I mean? The common thread here. How do you think I fucking built this podcast? It's because it is who I fucking am. So if you learn anything from this podcast, just stay true to yourself, man. That is the key to success. That is the key to creating your dream clientele. Think about all the things that you love and that you love about yourself. I really want you guys to think, like dig deep. What do you love about yourself? I want you to talk about it. I want you guys, as soon as you get done listening to this podcast, I want you to make a post on your Instagram about you. And I want you to say all the things that you love about yourself. And that's what makes you so fucking unique. That's what makes you so fucking cool. If you don't do it and tag me, I'll be very, very upset. Tag it or make a post. Tag Life of Lisa G and the fuck you mentality. And I want to see it. Tell me about how fucking awesome you are. Tell me about your a good day that you had. I don't give a fuck. Talk about who you are. Humanize yourself. Okay? Well, I love every single one of you. Little hoes, you little... You little skis balls. I feel like I need I, I need like a name to call you guys. I usually call people nuggets or french fries or like potato heads or chicken beans or things like that. But I don't know. I feel like I need like a thing for you guys who listens to this podcast. I don't know. Anyways, um, <laughs> I love every single one of you. If you guys don't have my app, you need to download Straight Outta Cosmo. <clears throat> it's my educational app for hairdressers. For like, ready, blah, 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 blah. It's my educational app for hairdressers who are ready to level the fuck up and get the fuck out of their way. If you don't have it, go download it right fucking now. I'll be really upset if you don't. Um, but I'm going to end my podcast the way that I end it every single time. And that is be so unapologetically yourself. That it inspires others to do the same. How ironic that I end every episode with that phrase. And this whole episode was all about humanizing yourself. Hmm. Seems like a common thread, huh? Anyways, I love every single one of you. Bye.